Good morning. This is your wake-up Fresh call. Fresh FM. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. You gotta get up, you gotta get up and make a move Cause the world will never see you until you do No, they don't really care what you're going through So you gotta show them, baby You gotta show them the real you You gotta give them what you've got no, don't let them see what you're not Cause you are strong You are wise You are worth beyond a thousand reasons why And you can't be perfect, baby Cause nobody's perfect, darling But no, 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 there's nobody in the world Like you Good radio, fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from today, Friday, the 30th in the month of April 2021. It's three minutes, can pass 7 a.m. Uh, this Friday morning, the last working day of the week, like you by Tiana Manoa, kick selling things uh, this uh, morning. Uh, it is uh, the last working day, like I said, it's also the last day. As far as uh, the month of April is concerned, what that means is uh, been four months already uh, since the start of the year, and uh, you know we'll be talking about uh, you know a new month uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, incidentally, uh, is uh, Workers' Day. 
or May Day, uh, the uh, Labour here in Ogun State started conversations uh, with a national symposium. I mean, with a May Day symposium yesterday, you know, and a number of interesting things were mentioned, you know, issues surrounding uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and how it affected workers. Uh, the other very big issue uh, is the uh, is the issue of casualization of workers, which for some reason continues to happen. For some reason, uh, you know, we continue to talk about year in year out. As far as the Workers' Day is concerned, uh, maybe we'll begin to get results uh, this year. The federal government, by the way, they've declared Monday uh, as public holiday for the workers uh, because, of course, May Day uh, falls on a weekend. Uh, so we should the very best uh, this uh, Friday. Enjoy the. Well, remaining hours of the month of April, there's still a lot you can do in achieving that period. Trust me, uh, me would be better. Wale Bakar is my name. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Freshly pressed, right here on Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Friday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. My name. Uh, good to know you're there joining us as we take a look at the headlines together for one more day this week. Miss Idea is with me this Friday. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, well, uh, great yeah, to see you. Yeah, good to it's see been you almost four months yeah. already. <laughs> sure, you're right. You're right. And, it, and it's been a very eventful year already, you know. Um, so many things, so many. you know, have happened. So Some not so good, but you know, many, not, many not so okay, good. Okay, well, if you say many, but well, we are hoping things get better. Yeah, right. We're hoping things get better. Uh, the Punch, the Guardian, uh, the Tribune, the Pen Pushing newspapers, the Premium Times, uh, the. Uh, uh, pen pushing newspapers, yes. Uh, those are some of the options available to us. The Nigerian Tribune, as well, yes, uh, is another option available to us uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number uh, of um, headlines to look out for. I'll go right ahead and mention some of them uh, this morning. Uh, of course, you know, uh, we get to discuss as uh, many as we can as far as the headlines are concerned. But Deadlines, first off. Uh, the punch. Senate summons Finance Minister Atairu on one ninety nine billion Naira anti-terror funds pending. Uh, is there on the punch this uh, morning. Uh, there's also firm partners federal government Ogo in fight against malaria. Also there uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, recovering 94 trillion naira on remitted fund solution to economic crisis. That's according to the senior advocate of Nigeria, Femi Falano, is there on the punch. Uh, God has directed me to prophesy against Buhari Uzodima. That's very far down backer. Uh, that's we getting a lot of reactions. Yeah, In fact, some I've been calling uh, for is um, I don't know is this sack now we should call it yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. as a clergy. Oh, but oh, yeah, a lot, a lot, it, it, there's been a number of reactions uh, that have been uh, trailing that. Uh, there's this story. It says painter impersonates or by Legushi defrauds Facebook lover of fifty one million naira. Is there on the punch this morning? The Nigerian Tribune. Why chairman? 
CBN sucks about today as chairs of first bank that's a story that has been brewing as well insecurity Mbaka calls for impeachment of Buhari Uzodima he's also on the Nigerian Tribune four secondary school students abducted in Plateau uh, also there on the Tribune the Guardian uh, says Udom laments death of federal government projects in South South uh, on the Guardian this morning, Abiodun flags of reconstruction of Aton Lusada Agbara Road. Also on the Guardian, Bielsa Governor converses strong voice for Ijon Nation. FRC redeploys senior officers, others in massive. There. Uh, to look out for bittersweet victory for Emery as VRL spare 10 man Arsenal. 2 1 was how things ended uh, in that game. Look beyond military in war against insecurity. EU tells federal government uh, that's there on The Guardian as well. The Premium Times Nigeria records 62 new COVID cases, zero deaths um, on the Premium Times to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there's also the story about the First Bank Board is virtually everywhere. It's also on the pen pushing newspaper. CBN dissolves First Bank Board there to look out for. Amoteku arrests 11 bandits in Oyo State, also on the pen pushing newspapers. Ogun State government said to rehabilitate deplorable federal government road. Also there on the pen pushing newspapers uh, there is this one after 52 years attempt Shoinka grants repeated requests by veteran journalist Likon Alabi to pay him a cut to visit uh, cut to call uh, is there on the pen pushing newspapers as well and then there is this one uh, Babai Jesha's alleged sexual misconduct against 14 year old girl divides Nigeria's theater family uh, yeah, and that's really it has indeed divided them because there's been a lot of things they've been mm-hmm. saying. Uh, some of them attacking each other personally. Some of yeah. them, of course, apparently taking sides. Uh, well, we'll spend some minutes to talk about that as well because uh, that also uh, brings to the fore, you know, our handling of uh, cases of um, sexual misconduct mm-hmm. and you know uh, what the uh, opinion still is among a number of people. Mm. Is there on the pen pushing newspapers? Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, it's freshly pressed this morning. We'll take a very quick pause, and when we return, we will be taking a peep into some of these headlines this morning. Don't go anywhere. Airtel, the smartphone network. With love from Conga, we welcome our Muslim brothers and sisters to the holy month of Ramadan. Pay on delivery is now available in Ogun State when you shop on Conga.com. Happy shopping and Ramadan Kareem. Conga.com, the e-commerce group you can trust.
Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Kuta, thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed uh, this uh, Friday morning. Uh, let's uh, get to some of these uh, headlines very uh, swiftly uh, this uh, morning. Um, Senate summons Finance Minister Atairu on 199 billion naira anti terror funding. Um, I mean, fund spending. Uh, that's on the uh, punch uh, this uh, morning. It's also there. Uh, on the Guardian it says Senate demands arms expenditure from Ahmed Akabwezi Atairu. Uh, that's on the Guardian. Uh, the um, story on the punch comes with a number of riders. National Assembly Committee Chairman berates Ahmed for shunning invitations. Soldiers lamenting lack of weapons to fight insurgents. Alleges panel. Now the Minister of Finance told the Senate Committee on Hami on Thursday that the federal government spent 198.84 billion naira to fight terrorism. From 2019 till date, uh, the Permanent Secretary, Special Duties, and the Finance Minister, Liu Shinkapi, said all the funds appropriated for the war against insurgency had been released to the military authorities. The PS told the committee that $75 billion was appropriated and released in 2019, adding that $7 billion was released in 2019. Uh, Shinkapi said $2.5 billion was released in 2019 and tagged as administration. Uh, she also, I mean, the PS also told the senators that 75 billion was appropriated in 2020, but that 74.99 billion was released. They said in the current year, 100 billion was appropriated, and we have released 19.4 billion for the first quarter. Just yesterday, that's uh, okay. Was talking yesterday, so Wednesday we released 19.95 billion uh, for the second quarter. Uh, the um, chairman Senate committee on um, army, Ali Ndume, however, brought out a letter from the chief of defense staff where he said the military authorities complained that they had shortfall of 50 billion naira as far as releases from the finance ministry was concerned. Ndume expressed dissatisfaction with the non-appearance of the minister at the meeting. He therefore asked the committee secretary to summon her alongside the director general of the budget office, Ben Akabwezi, and the chief of army staff, Major General Ibrahim Atairu. Uh, for Tuesday. In his words, honestly, we are not happy with that the Minister of Finance is not here today despite the fact that she was duly invited and she knew the importance of the issue we invited her to discuss with us. We were blaming the military, but the soldiers are claiming that they have no equipment, arms and ammunition to work with because there was no money to buy them. We have invited the Minister now to explain why our ministry was not funding the operations of the army and she is not here. This is not acceptable. The rest of it is there on the punch. Senate summons Finance Minister Hatairu on 199 billion naira anti-terror fund spending. Uh, National Assembly Committee Chairman Berate Ahmed for shunning invitation. Soldiers lamenting lack of weapons to fight insurgents. Alleges panel. Uh, that's um, on the punch this morning. Of course, uh, if there's one person who has been at the forefront of um, you yeah. know this uh, complaints mm. uh, about uh, lack of weapons yeah. and all four soldiers, uh, it's been yeah. Senator Ali Ndume, uh, who's the chairman yeah. of the Senate Committee on Army, yeah. Yeah. and you know he's been told loud, loud about it. Apparently, uh, the Senate trying to find out what the situation mm. is got you know somewhat a breakdown of monies mm. that have been released mm. in the last mm. couple yeah. of years right, right. Uh, from the Ministry of Finance, uh, but. You know, I know that the go-to excuse is always uh, there's a lot of money that's been released over the years. Uh, how is it that they continue to say they don't have money? But at least from, from we don't know, the, the, at least from the breakdown that we got, um, the, the army hasn't entirely been getting all that they've been asking for. So maybe there's some... Mm. Um, there's some there's some value in the in their complaint as to you know funds and weapons. I, I'm I'm not too sure. You know that, that there is a uh, there, there is a value you know to the complaints we are talking about. 
uh, in from what we read yesterday, it is apparent, you know, that something is going on, something mm. is amiss, vis-a-vis uh, -vis what is released and you know, kitting the army. Mm. And we can now also deduce, you know, that what we are seeing, uh, army being killed, uh, being attacked at, on, on, at different fronts, uh, complaints, you know, about lack of ammunition, lack of. Uh, you know, guns and what have you, and that even the uh, the guns, you know, being used, the equipment being used, you know, by Boko Haram is more stronger, superior. more superior than mm. that of Nigeria. Is we can now see. I think what we should do, really, you know, is to probe the army because this is not the first time that we are say, hearing this. Recall what, what happened to one commodore when he was. I think he released, he, he returned back two billion, you know, to the federal government. As you have, you know, Amosu commander, Amosu or whatever. Mm. And you recall what even happened to Badi. So definitely, it's a cesspool of corruption. And that is part of why we're losing this war. There is no doubt about that. That money, there are leakages in the army. Yes, they may not be releasing everything, virtually everything. But if I, 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 I concluded yesterday, after computing the amount, the money is not released, that yes, the, the amount not released is about one quarter of what had been, you know, appropriated. So, where is the money going through? Apart from all these releases, you know, from the ministry, we have, what of the $1 billion that was taken from the excess crude, crude account? I think we must look, take a critical look at this because soldiers have been complaining all along that the, the enemy has superior, you know, equipment. So, it, this, this, and we are not, we shouldn't be talking about whether the minister comes or not. I think the federal government, if somebody's somewhere there, whether the minister of defense or advisor to the governor to the president, should actually call for proof. Let's take a peep into you can do forensic forensic uh, investigation and see where who is buying what, what are they spending the money on? Because even in terms of welfare, so yes, I've been complaining that they don't have enough welfare, that their monies are not being given to them, even at, yeah, at, at the war front. In fact, there, there are some, you know, who even rebelled, you know, against their superior commanders. You know, so, something, I think, at this moment, we should take a peep into what has been happening in the military, vis-a-vis -vis the funds, you know, that have been released, and what are they buying with it? This money belongs to all of us, and if there is a problem, I think that should, we, we should take a peep into it. All these complaints, whether the minister comes or not, that's not the issue. The issue is monies have been released. What have they bought with it? Now, the, the, the question, of course, is, uh, well, you know, that the, the question is, what is the hope of this um, inquiry by the Senate? Is it to, because, you know, when you look at the position of Senator Alindome, it is most likely to prove that the army hasn't been got, getting the money that they've been asking for. Or is it about finding out whether uh, there's been, you know, uh, corruption like we, we talk about? Yeah. But, there's also the issue if if we are looking at finding out how the money has been spent. Remember what the um, encounter between the chief of army staff and the house of reps Rest, was yeah. like. Uh, you know, he was of the opinion that look, I I just go here, yeah. ask questions from, from those, those who, who were there, and, yeah. and and what what it means is we might not be getting answers if we are trying to find out where these these monies have been going. No, we we can get answers to them. Nobody is superior than the country. I mean, if they can summon them. If there is a judicial commission of inquiry, they can summon anybody, give him a subpoena, the person will come, you know, and say his own part, what he did with it, where he bought it from, what he bought, and how the things were deployed. And I think that, that that's the way to go because Atahiru did say that. Don't 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 query me. As from the people who left the place, 
I mean, what I meant is what I'm using. Mm. But ask people who actually were in charge at that point in time. And I think it, it, it's very witty. What he said was very witty because it means he cannot defend, even as somebody in, at that level, a general, cannot defend you know, the fact that there were equipment, superior ones, inferior ones, whether they were released welfare, you know, to soldiers and that. I think it's a big issue. Now that we are not, we, are, we appear to be even losing the war, mm. it's high time, you know, we did something. Not this release and release and release and we are not seeing anything. Nothing is coming out of it. Well, uh, the uh, that story is on the point. It's also on the Guardian. Uh, there's this, you know, uh, story on the point. It says embattled Niger communities negotiate with Boko Haram. Mm. Says twenty million naira levy agreed. Uh, that's um, you know there yeah. uh, on the point. It says following the confirmation of the presence of Boko Haram in Niger State by the governor Abubakar Bello, mm. it has been gathered that about sixty-five communities in Niger start. Uh, Niger State have resorted to negotiating and signing a peace deal with the insurgents to avoid future raids. Uh, this development came a few days after the terror group displaced more than 5,000 villagers from their homes in some local government areas in the state. Though the Niger Army said it was unaware of Boko Haram's incursion into Niger, while C.O.A. Bielden, the police spokesperson in the state, said it could not dispute Bello's claim about the influx of terrorist group um, into the state. It was gathered that communities in Gumana, Manta, Basa, and Kukoki dis- districts of the Shiroro area of the state had negotiated with terrorists for a peace deal after reaching an agreement to pay a certain amount of money. The communities were said to have also purchased at least five, six motorcycles yeah. worth 500000 for the terrorists. Well, the rest of that is there. Uh, on the point to look out for, because uh, uh, you know some would question how true this is. But if if it, if it is indeed true, uh, then what, what are we doing here? What you you understand the communities? You know they want to be safe. They want to, you know they 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 are apparently paying for their safety. But are there assurances? That's one. Are they not empowering these individuals? The mothers to to probably even come back to rate them who gave them the money. Look. The governor is the one elected, you know, to govern that state. He is the chief security officer, and he is saying they even they even they have even erected their flags in certain communities there, which brings us to what happened initially when Boko Haram, you know, erected their flags in 14 local governments mm. in Bruno State, and he's now saying they are here. They all see, I mean, we cannot see them in communities, especially along Shiroro local government. Fine. You have an APC government at the federal level. You have an APC government in Niger State. And the governor has been saying, Abubakar Bello, that have been talking to the federal government, have been talking to the president, and nobody has done anything. Now these people are here, and it's two hours' drive to Abuja. So they should be worried. And because as he is worried, it is very wrong for non-state actors to occupy communities in a particular area where you have state actors. And that's the irony of it all. How can Boko Haram conquer territories, drive people away, and be extorting money from them? And yet, we have security. We have the governor, we have police, we have military, and nobody. Are they invisible? Are there no forests? Can't we do surveillance on air? And at least ensure that these individuals and communities are not tormented. This is torment. I mean, whichever way you want to do this is harassment. This is dehumanization. In the glare of the APC government at the federal and at the state level, even if they are not listening to PDP governor, they should listen to him. And it's very near Abuja. And that, that's the danger. And this man is crying out. 
This is not the first time. You recall the communities in Niger State have reported this case to us that every time they send us letters and, mm. fa- and ask us what amount of the amount of money to pay, and we pay it. It's, 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 you cannot keep the constitution. Just section fourteen, you know, because says welfare and security. You know, it should be uppermost in the mind of anybody who is governing. And yet now we are. I pity the pity of. I'm sorry. I pity the people of. Uh, of Niger State and Shiroro local government in particular. The people are there. The governor has said it. They've erected their you know, uh, flags there. Mm. Uh, I don't know. This is conquering the people. And, it's, it's sad. And, and you know, uh, the... Uh, when we look at all of this situation, uh, some uh, lawmakers are there, they have the belief that, you know, uh, a state of emergency has to be declared. Uh, the um, governor yesterday, I mean, Masari was saying, well, it's not, it's not entirely just calling for a state of emergency. There's a lot more that we need to do, all of us together, you know, saying... You know, it's not. It's not about politics. Suggesting that all these calls for state of emergency, all these suggestions about we could impeach him, it's it's just politics and not uh, particularly about you know people's bother about the security situation in the country. The constitution is very clear on when you have the uh, election on the part of leadership. There was a report by Chandler, Chandler uh, Institute in Singapore looking at leadership, you know, and being proactive this they studied 104 countries nigeria came third from the rear that's 101 which means they, they the study shows that we don't have leadership we, we are not proactive we don't have institutions because those are the criteria criteria used mm. the institutions are not working and virtually everything has collapsed that's the reason why nigeria you know came 103 uh, one, 101 out of 104 and it, this is what we are seeing at the moment all this cry about uh, uh, not declaring a, a situation of emergency it's just the, man, the, the governor is not seeing it the way we are seeing it a state of emergency is even in the constitution you can declare it at least to ameliorate to tackle a particular situation Obasanjo did it in Plato State and some other states all you need to do is to get somebody who has military background may have retired then it means you now know, put military people but, there. But if, there, if there's one thing we've... Yeah. Well, if there, if there, <laughs> I mean, if you change the situation, but, but, occupy the place, but does, you know, fight the, fight the before guys. now, yes. you could argue that you're getting someone with military background, yeah. you know, could guarantee results. But yeah. look at the situation of the country now. There's been people who have argued, well, we have a president with military background, but that's not necessarily, you know, guaranteeing security. Nigeria is bigger. You are talking of 36 states and FCT, but okay. we are not talking of Niger State. That has a boundary that the whole place can be occupied by. You know, it's an emergency. Instead of using your forces in so many places, divert the forces, you know, to a particular area and solve the problem. Then send these guys packing. Non-state actors cannot, you know, strangulate Nigeria, and that, that's the saddest part of it. How many are they? What equipment do they have that Nigerian military does not have to tackle them? So when we face Niger State, deal with Niger State, deal with Niger, deal with Borno uh, State. I'm sure somewhere, somewhere. If you want to go to him, go to him or anywhere, and we we'll solve the problem. But if you say, in, in fact, there was an article. It, it's so surprising. You may you are, you are referring to the president. There was an article by Tatalo Alamu. He was comparing uh, PMB when he was 30 year, 38 years old, and there was a problem in Chad. Single-handedly, he drove his army, he led them to Njamena, quelled the problem there, and came back in Fort Shagarida, brought him back. I mean, that was the man at that point in time. We are not even talking of age. But the situation we are in now, two, just two hours drive, 
you they are in a they, these guys it says the governor says they are in Niger State mm. and you know that you hear that what are you doing is it until they occupy the, the, the meeting in Abuja I think we should do some state of emergency the governor should realize it's an emergency emergency is it's, it's an accidental thing it's a, it's a situation you can deal with that has shocked you up it has shocked us all up and even if you are talking of Abuja how was the distance between Shiroro and in the, uh, or your, mm. I think it's uh, all right. We'll take a very quick pause. I uh, will check out some more headlines in a bit. Don't go anywhere, uh, guy. You don't see that new funny video for Twitter? That one with the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother Shaggy News Kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> Wearing mouth open like this, ba? Mr. Nuito, which data you they use know all these things? Now, glow new data plans get me. <laughs> Are you serious? We just 50 Naira, and they get 50 MB. And we just 100 Naira, and they get 150 MB. We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Hey, really? Don't dull yourself, oh. Dial star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse they go. Glow Unlimited. Freshly pressed this Friday morning. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, because we were mentioning some of these um, security-related stories on uh, many of the dailies, uh, you don't understand, for so many days now. Uh, that's been s- the situation. Insecurity in Baka calls for impeachment of Buhari Uzodima. Uh, is there on the Nigeria Tribune uh, to look out for. Uh, the chaplain of Adoration Ministry, Anugu State, Reverend Fadaiji Kumbaka, is no longer happy with President Hamad Bar and Governor Obuzodima over their inability to curtail insecurity, corruption, and bad governance, thereby making life more unbearable for citizens. And he has called on the National Assembly and the Imo State House of Assembly to immediately impeach them. Kumbaka, in his latest preaching, uh, lambasted the president for being weak and insincere to the citizens, even as he urged the National Assembly to impeach Buhari uh, for there to be peace. Mbaka also expressed dissatisfaction with Governor Uzodima uh, since the Supreme Court of Nigeria declared him Governor of Imo, regretting that suffering and corruption have become the bane of the state. According to Mbaka, I supported President Buhari and Governor Uzodima before they were doing, uh, before when they were doing things right, but now. I have to speak against them until they change for good. He condemned insecurity, suffering, corruption, fraudulence, bad governance, injustice, and the killing of innocent people in the country, wondering why elders would kill people and displace them from their farmlands with the government doing practically nothing to sanction them. Uh, he says, I do not know where the prison is, but if anyone is angry that the prison was broken and nobody's there anymore, let the person <laughs> go there and stay. <laughs> yeah, I have a shout prison leader of... Uh, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. the part that got a lot of people riled exactly. up. Richard yes, Prison, yes. leader of the uh, prescribed mm-hmm. IPOB, mm-hmm. Namdi Kano, for being a mm-hmm. godsend to his race, even mm-hmm. as he prayed to God to continue to direct, protect, and guide him. And that, that, Be- that, that, that's something that would definitely get a number of people riled up. But, uh, but, yes, but let's put it within context. He's saying, he's praising Namdi Kano because he, he is there for his people. 
if the but people has problems, really at least there for nah. his people. Uh, what of, he's, he's what been of a, the, what been of away the, for so what, long? What of the iPod? You know, he has. I mean, you can rule from anywhere. He has his if own. He, if yeah. the president was away for he, so long, yeah. yes. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure anybody would say he can rule from anywhere. No, no the constitution allows it. You know, you can for some time. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even yeah, equating yeah, the president's yeah, position I, to when I'm the canon anyway. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. I, I agree with you, but let's put it within context. There is a problem. Uh, some headers have been killing their people there, dislodging them, taking their farmland, and just causing problems for them. And his own PBCIPOB members here yeah, have been fighting for them. And that's why the federal government, I mean, the, the security agencies have tackled them now. So, but somebody came out. The problem with this country now is that nobody is coming out for people in Ibarakpa, for people in Yewa, for all the killings, people, students being uh, kidnapped, and people are demanding money. Niger State, rascals, non-state actors asking for money. I mean, give send you letters and say where you have a leader, where you have leaders, you have local government chairman, chairman saying, come, you have to pay this money, buying them machine for five hundred thousand naira, a, 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 a scooters or whatever. I think it's it's a breakdown floor. It's a breakdown of ability to govern. That's the way I look at it. And that's what he's saying. But Manji Kazu had come out to say, yes, we are not supporting Banam the Kazu Kano because it's been IPOB has been prescribed. But somebody came out. Sunday Buko came out to say, okay, ah, this thing has to stop. Nobody is coming out. You know, to look at the general picture, the overall picture and say, okay, governors, let's come around. No synergy. If there has been a synergy between uh, 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 Niger State Governor and the Presidency. Maybe it will not get to a situa- situation where you have flags being st- in- in- erected. It's, it's, that's just it. That's, that, that's it. Well, is is there um, the tribune has it? Uh, there's been you know some reactions to yeah, it. Yeah. You know, uh, far as the, uh, the, uh, the statement by the Reverend Father uh, is there uh, to look out for on uh, many of the dailies. The European Union, by the way. Uh, they're saying look beyond military in war against insecurity. EU tells federal government uh, that is on the Guardian. Comes the riders. Fallon Aquarius Barry's call for US help outside AU ECOWAS. Experts disagree on Nigeria's invitation of Africa. Masari yeah. state of emergency will address insecurity. Tight security at National Assembly over alleged threat. Okay. Rivers imposes dust to dawn curfew. NSA security agencies will monitor threats at airports. Those are a number of riders. Mm. You know that come with that um, report on the Guardian, and you know those writers just tell us, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, very lot. briefly the situation mm-hmm. we are in. Mm-hmm. But the EU, uh, they've asked the federal government to look beyond military deployment in the ongoing war against terrorism in the northeast and other crises causing insecurity across the country. Addressing the media briefing ahead of Europe Day 2021, head of EU delegation to Nigeria and uh, the ECOWAS, Ambassador Ketil Carlson said, "In security crisis in the country, I've shown that while the military option should not be foreclosed, other options, including dialogue and legal instruments, should be evolved and." Explored. Kelson reaffirmed the commitment of EU to a strong and robust mutually beneficial partnership with Nigeria and declared its continued support for the country in addressing challenges and seeking opportunities. Um, is there on the Guardian to look out for look beyond military in war against insecurity? European Union tells federal government that, is on the Guardian. That's the truth. That's that's what we should do. Uh, in in Philippines, they used carrot and stick. In in Colombia. The Colombian government that had fought for over 25 years used carrot and stick. Even the stick we are using is, is breaking midway. Mm. <laughs> so if the stick is breaking, let's look at, let's explore the possibility of carrot. That's what the European Union is saying. 
so many people look for instance uh, Abba, uh, uh, the, the deputy the deputy speaker the the minority leader okay. Ndidi Elumelu. Elumelu. yesterday you know I uh, know Abaribi is the Abaribi okay, that's Senate the, okay. the Senate I want is the Abaribi I want to refer to he said the correct thing he said yes when the vice president said yes I mean let, let's not break this country let elites whether political elite, economic elite, cultural elite, traditional elite, let them talk truth to, to the no to communities. Okay. Because people have been talking truth to power. Power is not power is not listening. But but Abaribe came out, and that's one person I respect a lot. He speaks truth at all times. He said, Yes, fine, we must we elites must come out. But we have to tackle the problems militating against or bringing down people to want to break away or to agitate. Because he said, try and avoid sectionalism, nepotism. Don't allow a, a tribe to have this spirit, this spirit of entitlement and triumphalism mm. that they can do anything and get away with it. This is this what European Union is talking about. Because this is what is causing the problem. When you tilt towards a particular tribe in a federal setup, it's, it's, it's because of the problem. So treat that problem. If you treat that problem, I, 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 there was this guy that was interviewed and he said, yes, Nigeria is, is, is on the precipice, but we can bring it back if we correct all these problems. Restructuring, state policing, decentralized so many things, evolve powers to the people. I'm, I'm sure all this agitation will, will peter away. But if we don't solve those problems and you don't use carrot, military alone cannot solve it. I agree. Um, we'll take a very quick pause, uh, very quickly. And um, just before we talk to you, we'll check out some headlines. Uh, actually, a lot of them talking about the security situation. Yeah, like, well, yeah. A number of other issues. Four <laughs> secondary school students abducted in Plato, although we had three, yeah, three of them um, escaped. Uh, escaped yeah. And uh, one is still mm-hmm. with the um, captives. But... Uh, hopefully uh, they will secure his our uh, release as well remember uh, that the Kaduna situation is still yeah, very, worrying. very very worrying uh, some students from Africa remain with their five, doctors five have been uh, killed you know, from yeah. the um, yeah. Gatefield University Gatefield. Yeah, it's, it's just really worrying the situation it's worrying. It's worrying. Uh, let's take this break we'll be back Airtel the smartphone network Freshly pressed. Thank you for staying with us at Fresh FM. I on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. The um, we're live on Facebook. You can drop your contributions there as well. The phone lines will be open in a bit uh, to get your thoughts. Uh, the uh, the Pempishing newspapers, uh, as a reporter, but uh, the 
she likes it, the eventual visit of Olele um, Konlabi uh, to the Nobel Laureate, Professor Ole Shoyinka, says, after 52 years of attempt, Shoyinka grants repeated requests by veteran journalist Ole Konlabi to pay him a cut to call. Uh, the Nobel Laureate, Professor Ole Shoyinka, grant, has granted cut to call requests by veteran journalist Ole Konlabi 52 years after frantic efforts by the former media guru to engage him in hat to hat discussions. Splendid reports that Shoyinka went, they warmly welcomed Alabi, accompanied by uh, the founder of Pempishin, Prince Dumeji Kadi Adedeji, uh, Samson Akindele, the general manager of Fresh FM, and uh, Biodo Lashile, a poet and author. Uh, you could almost mistake him for yeah, Shinka yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, so his right, private yeah. residence located uh, in Kim Tawabekuta. The renowned Shinka, while ushering the veteran journalist and the entrance to his residence, expressed delight to host him after a long break, while the guest also could not hide his joy sitting with Shinka after over five decades attempt to have him. Alabi was the former chief press secretary to three former mm-hmm. governors in the state and had also served as head corporate affairs of Wedua Group of yeah, Companies yeah. in location to narrate his experiences uh, falling in love with Shoyinka. Uh, well, you can get the rest of yeah. you know, what that uh, city was like. Uh, it's there on the Pempushin newspapers mm-hmm. to look out for yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's this other headline on the Pempushin newspapers. Um, it says, uh, Babai Jesha's alleged sexual misconduct against 14-year-old mm-hmm. Uh, divides Nigeria's theater family. Uh, is there. It says the alleged sexual misconduct against a 14-year-old girl by Yoruba actor Alain Waju James, popularly called Babai Jesha, seems to have divided the Nigerian theater family following different opinions by members. Pembushin reports that since the news broke last week, uh, which has landed Babai Jesha in police detention, a number of Yoruba actors have expressed divergent views on the matter. While some are sympathetic to the actor's plight, others are drumming support towards dragging him to court to face justice. The divided house is almost turning to Rofforofo fight among members while one of the leading actor Yabojo in a video called out and shamed her colleagues who are drumming support for the embattled actor. The female actor cautioned her colleagues to desist from demanding to see the CCTV footage on social media as a minor was involved calling on the suspect supporters to stop defending the actor and stand by the truth. Uh, those were our words. So, well, it goes on. It's on mm. the publishing newspapers. Uh, just, just before, you know, just, just a couple of minutes. Mm. Apparently, you know, uh, after the old um, allegation came out last week and the man was arrested by the police, uh, there's been some of his colleagues who uh, felt uh, whose immediate positions were, let's not jump into conclusion, let this and that be done. And, you know, for some people, they felt, what exactly are you talking about? Uh, he, he did it. There's been videos going around of yeah. when he was caught, mm. him owning up to it, saying... Uh, to the comedian princess right, uh, right. to forgive him, uh, saying, uh, you know, uh, yeah. referencing spiritual challenges and all. You know, so you know, for some people, it's a situation of why should we, you know, and this talks about, uh, of, uh, let's see a video, let's see this. And it just, it just tells you uh, why we continue to have cases of this nature happening why we continue to have uh sexual assault mm-hmm. rape mm-hmm. uh you know continue to happen in our society because there's still this mentality yeah. of you know there's just this mm-hmm. still very tricky mentality uh, we have about it mm-hmm. and the, the the earlier we begin to or we began to uh you know change this uh, mentality and have people get punished for their offenses if indeed it is found out that they committed in this case the man said I did it. I'm sorry. Uh, I have problems. You know, I have problems. Apparently, confirming that he did it. So, why should we be having these debates about, uh, you know? It, for me, it's preposterous because you cannot defend. In fact, I, I would believe that 
this kind of this kind of case, you know, the barbages or whatever, defines those in that business, in that profession. It defines them, not even the division amongst them. Did he, did he do it? I mean, do you, do you have to stigmatize him? Do you have to support him? And what? That's that's one part of it. The other part is that it defines them because that is what they are known for. I've seen, I've had cases of people who have been crying out that, yes, I wasn't given a part because they want to sleep with me. And that, in fact, one of them, Kosoko, came out to say, look, I mean, this is what happened. I mean, this happens here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so what are we talking about? And why, that, given that situation, why must anybody now, instead of everybody saying what the, what the man has done is bad, what Baba just has done is bad, I mean, our values are coming down. We don't have values again. The value of the Yoruba that I know is not to amenity one she and thing about if you do something that is bad, you everybody you know punishes you. And we still have the, why they are not behaving like this is surprising to me. He did it, he had confessed. Why don't you all work? I mean, talk against it and you know, chastise him and or plead on his behalf. You know, let him go for because we have not been punishing people. That's part. That's the reason why we have this situation uh, on our hands. And, and I think that's that's a challenge some yeah, of them yeah. are having. They're, yes. they're looking at the situation and thinking, okay, say he has done it. Is one of us? Do yeah. we then let him get punished? And and that's the problem it's because. Wrong. If, if, just as we have always said yes. about a number of other issues, yes. if people do not get, get punished for bad deeds, then we'll continue to have this. Yes, happen. and that is some people are above the law, some mm. people are below the law, and people use this issue of I'm a celebrity, mm. you know, I should be given special treatment, special you know regard, and what when you are offending against society, why are laws there? And so why don't you allow people who offend, either they steal or they rob or they kidnap or they rape, why don't they allow them you know, to go for punishment so that they can serve as deterrence to others? What they are saying is baldash. I don't it's not they shouldn't have they should all face him and say, okay, go and face the music. It's there on the pen pushing newspapers to look out for the latest COVID numbers on the Premium Times, the Tribune Nigeria record 62 new COVID cases, zero deaths uh, there to look out for on um, a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there's, yes, there's, there's a story in The Guardian um, says um, Abiodo flags of reconstruction of yeah. Aton Lusada Barra Road uh, is there. Uh, mm. To look out for comes the rider commissions, Igbesa Ogun Guangdong, FTZ Road will include projects in 2022 budget says senate uh, is there uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning well let's get here from you 0815 those are the numbers to call to talk to us via this morning good morning, good morning. Good morning, we can hear you, but there's a lot of noise. Who just swings up to that building on these, you know, Ibesa Road? I mean, that you think to be being constructed. I mean, it's a industrial road. It's very good. And yeah, the of the thing is quite very, very disheartening, and uh, I don't expect his people to continue to, to support him. And on the uh, look at the that is very close to Africa that has taken over by Boko Haram. Something needs to be done quickly. Mm-hmm. We need to be very safe in this country. Good morning, Wale. God bless you. All right, good morning. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Well, you can drop your thoughts 
Twitter this morning at Fresh FM Apeokuta. We're also live on Facebook. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wally. Good morning. Good morning, we can hear you. Uh, yeah, I know. Good morning. I greet you. Good morning. And you know, follow me on the line. Um, you see, I think um, the issue of insecurity, uh, we will always continue to talk about it. I think what the president should do, if he really want to tackle the security issue, number one is to come out and beg all Nigerians on national TV. If he use that method, and he now appraise what has been happening, because imagine when some people will come to squat in your land, believing that that land belongs to all of them. That is that is the concept they have in their mind that the land belong, all land belong to one particular ethnic group in this country. I don't want to mention names. And if he come out and dislodge that one from the mind of those ethnic groups themselves, you will see that the tension will go down. Mm. And again, he will now use a kind of method to refurbish what he himself has been dismantled, the, 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 the federal character, because it is part of those, that that is causing the insecurity, even in the north. Sure. Within themselves in the north, there were injustice in appointments and there, I mean, all what you, you think right. should be put in place that were not. All right. All right. Good so, morning. Yes, good morning. Thank you. Because uh, we're time. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Wallet. Good morning. Yeah, following for now from Mr. Gawile. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I just want to have my take on uh, the insecurity issue. I think uh, putting a flag, you know, in a particular area, it means a lot. When we talk about, you know, uh, military stuff, young know, So, I have said this time their number that because of the corruption in our military, it has made them to be very, very slow. As in, they, it has turned them to become something else. Why? Because uh, if you could remember, 70s, 80s, young know, we are on the front line now of Ekomon. You know, but now we are far, far, far behind. What causes? Because of corruption. Look at those people, the finance and the minister of finance and whosoever. They, they divorce money, they do not do follow-up. And this is really affecting the country. You know, I think this will be a lesson for them. Because now that everything is like this, they should find another way around to, you know, to procure what is necessary for the military. I think the, the frontliners have been complaining, they didn't see equipment. And I have been telling you that they should provide equipment. That's right. the best you can do. Thank you very much. Good morning. All right. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, um, that case about insecurity. There is another one that is going now. The jungle is so mature. Mm -hmm. This issue of MMPC oh, okay. is another problem. In fact, when that one will happen, it will put this country in a terrible condition. Oh. You add 
this morning. The governor asked NPC to not receive their allocation that the subsidy to go. Now, if subsidy should go, Thomas will face the problem. Secondly, if the subsidy did not go, the governor will not get their allocation and the civil servants will suffer it. Now, this governor are not ready to reduce their staff, special advisor to special advisor, they are not ready to reduce their cost. Now, don't forget that $2.1 million that they give them as a loan in 2017 to pay their workers has not been returned to CBN. And that is why sometimes when we threw the whole blame on Buhari, these governors who are not doing anything. Can I ask you, you that you are a journalist in the studio, what, what is the internal revenue of Ugosech today? I don't think anybody has the idea. Tomorrow they will tell us it's uh, the 12 billion. Thank you. The, the figures are always there. They are always there. They are always there. <laughs> Need to pick them up. As as I go to NBS, you know, okay, they're, 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 but, but, but the last one I saw was uh, thirty-nine million. You know, so billion. Yeah. But yes, billion. And, but billion. I, I was going to say that you know the situation. He mentioned the you know talks about the NNPC saying you know the subsidies go up in a lot of the money. We will, yeah. we might not be able to. We will not be able to. You know, contribute our you know as much as we should. We're contributing this amount, and and that, that, that's that, that's that's a worry as well. But uh, for some people, just like he, he is of the belief that for some people, uh, it's just um, again, uh, you know, uh, making it uh, making it uh, at this time it becomes a lot more important for the you know state number one citizens to begin to you know look, look for ways. Three states reacted yesterday. Mm -hmm. Adamawa told the whole world that they will intensify their Greek mm -hmm. and value chain, everything mm -hmm. in his value chain, to raise money that they are not worried. Anambra said the same thing, that they will be, they will be, they will do as much as possible to short, to stop leakages. Then, uh, uh, Cross River State said, our, our planes will be on, that we will not be worried. Let states go, not think out of the box. That's what the thing is showing. Good morning. Hello? Yes, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, good morning. Good morning. From Obada. Oh, good morning. Good Talk morning, to us. Mr. Eddie. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, let me give it to, let me give it to this morning for being proactive as the chairman and the committee in the Senate. Because if he has been part of corruption that we are waiting to see, he will not be so proactive. Um... But don't let me say he is doing so because of his uh, constituency that is being mostly affected by Boko Haram. But he has the option to look elsewhere and be part of the mess going on in the military. When you go back there, then you back there, good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. My name is Paul. I'm calling from Adokuta. Uh, the meaning of hosting flags in, in, in your territory means that you have lost sovereignty. That is it. You have totally lost yeah. sovereignty. That is it. And I want to say categorically that uh, the Vice President, Professor Yeni Oshibadu, has become a poet who should try to dissect the meaning, the true meaning of his statement, which is 
that the elite just tell the truth. Who are the, who is the topmost elite in this country? That is the president. His body language does not show that he, he wants to show crazy. Maybe that was why one lady caught me off yesterday. But that's the truth. His body language does not show that most of these people maybe he believes in ideology. That is the cause of this problem. How do to fight them? We have as God said, we have the recognizers, truth are there to check where they are and stop them out of existence. If he truly wants to fight them, he does not want to fight them. Hello? Hello? Well, that that was network because you come Monday and say maybe somebody caught you. I can't remember cutting you off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, um, good, morning. good morning. Am I clear? Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah Mr. Wonder Patrick, if you were the governor of Ocean State and it's Mr. Again, no was the on him of Ife, and you are the governor, <laughs> well, and you're from well, Ife. Well, I'm not the governor. <laughs> no, uh, but I'm assuming okay. And there's, okay. an Ife, there's an Ife monarchical crisis. Will you be eager? To kill the people of Ife. What is your point exactly? My point is that <laughs> if you are the governor of Ife and you are from, I'm, Ife, I'm, so, I'm sure you are liking this Ife, to the president and what's and happening. Are you? Are you? Will you be eager to kill your kinsmen? Now, are you liking liking that to the situation of the president and the northern part of the country? Is that what you're saying? My my brother, everybody has spoken from Puka to Ezekwesi. The president's body language appears like he's not bothered about this state of affairs. Mm. For don't know of this way to tell the whole world that the president can come and kill him. What do you think that that means? His people, he, every day he's driving his people. Then where he goes to hide them, to, to, to be secure. People come there and think it is their manifestation destiny to kill them. All right. Then on this, yes, sir. for me, you are doing a good job. Our policemen, our teachers, our soldiers, for me, our, our theater artists are not the standard for our moral compass. Exactly. Compassion. exactly. It's, it's unfortunate that the illegal state judiciary gave them the right to speak like that. If the police and judiciary were quick, about this, we will be in jail now, or we'll be free, depending well, on know, the courts. You know, there's state. a. There's a judiciary, there was a judiciary strike, so maybe that delayed yeah, proceedings. Yeah. Although they started work uh, yesterday in Lagos, as we had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, as we wrap things up this morning, uh, Facebook, uh, Stephen Barton says, only the righteous can exalt the nation. Anything outside that, we're just joking and dramatics. Let's allow the righteous to take over every area of our country. Uh, Bamikoli Mohidin says, good morning to you. We are having all those problems in Nigeria because there is injustice in the land. Uh, he says... Um, it says the Bible says in Ecclesiastes eight eleven because uh, sentences. Uh, okay, oh, man, I can't I can't get that. Sorry about that. Um, Shomuywa, okay, um, Shomuywa, you're just saying we're doing great. Um, is Kiel uh, also uh, saying? He says uh, we found out. He says uh, may God save us in this country. Imagine cement is now four thousand. What's really happening? Uh, he's asking. I very love a lot of people ask that question. Uh, but um, as we uh, wrap things up, uh, this one just. About 30 seconds, let's see. Um, I, I couldn't get a hold of your tweets earlier, but hopefully uh, we can now. And I just mentioned a few of them. Um, Critical Scorpio says, It's unfortunate we have placed checkered actresses for our standards for our morality. 
Uh, Reverend Tanguela says, good morning. Kidnapping is now almost happening on a daily basis. The federal government just sympathizing the victims who are tired of this just do the needful. Ayanto Imbo says, how can banditry ever stop uh, filming from the northern part of this country, a place where a man... Okay, I'll hand it there. Uh, that's their beliefs. <laughs> Shekun Bogi says, I read a story that UK government said no amount of partnership can solve Nigerian security situation, though I don't know how true it is, but I think it's because of high level of corruption in the land yeah. and some informants among our military men. That's if the story is true. That's if it is true, really. Anyway, uh, apologies. We couldn't take a lot of your tweets. Couldn't get a hold of them, the connection for some reason. But that's the program this morning, Mr. I know. Thank you for your thoughts. Thanks for having uh, this me. This morning. Yeah. Thank you for investing your time with us this Friday.